Hey, everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. If you're a regular listener or if you're new to the podcast, welcome in. Hey, and make sure that you subscribe, rate, or review. My name is Craig, and I'm your host, and I'm joined today by Lead Pastor Eddie Cox. Yes, I'm here. Here. Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hello, Craig. And Greenville Campus Pastor Reggie Smith. What's, What's up, happening, fellas? What's Craig? Hey, Reggie. Hey, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you look happy today, Brian. Hey, I am boy. very happy today. You know why? Tell me why. I'm going to eat lunch. It's an amazing place. Oh, yeah. Big it's lunch today, yeah. Meat and three, man. Oh, yeah, biscuits. Mmm. If y'all don't know, we're in South Carolina. The meat and three is everything here in South Carolina. Like, that's everything, right? You guys grew up with this. That's that's the deal, right? That's the deal. It went yeah. from uh, $5.95 to 1295 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it used to be good and cheap and now yeah. it's good and not cheap right yes that's it the family style that sounds good if it's family style i don't even think no it's not that okay i don't know how you guys feel about it but i hear this is this, this place we're going today is the best place the best meat and three around it is it is and they put gravy over everything that's yeah southern. that's right so you're just gonna have gravy that's all you need yeah big i love bucket, gravy big bucket of gravy man I love gravy, and I look like I love gravy. <laughs> <laughs> they have gravy in California? We they do, have... but it ain't like gravy here. Oh, it's okay. like they, they have barbecue out there, too, but it ain't it like ain't. here. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not. Well, you lived in Texas, right? When I was a little kid, yeah. Oh, okay. But, you know, Texas is proud of their barbecue now. <laughs> they like, are. My Everything's te- big. My Texas. Texan friends, like, if you mention brisket, they're like, oh, there's nothing like Texas brisket. Okay, uh, whatever. Our brisket's pretty good, too. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I talk about – I think about gravy. I get emotional. I do, too. I'm, I'm tearing up right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we just finished a series called Emotions, and it was a fantastic series, and I think people were really into it. And uh, we talked about where's God in our emotions, and then – Brian, you talked about anxiety and anger, and then Eddie wrapped it up with joy on Sunday, and it, it was a really good series. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I went through a lot. You had the hard one. In the last couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had the hard one. Why did you do that to yourself, Brian? I don't know. I, I guess I felt like it was um, something I was experiencing, so maybe yeah. I could teach it. Not like we're not all experiencing <laughs> yeah. that. But I was I was helping my brother out a little oh, bit. Anxiety and anger was Brian. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to let Eddie have the joy. And I brought in the joy. Yeah, because he's joyous. So I had a lady at Greenville say, how come Brian got the tough ones and then Eddie got the yeah. joy? And did you say Brian makes the schedule? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did not choose this one, but I was, I was happy. I think for me, I had taught on anxiety once before. Anger was a, a whole different thing for me i've never done that you angry all week i was i I got eddie Eddie got a good dose of that in the car one day it was amazing (laughs) i've never seen it it was was for the sermon (laughs) it it wasn't toward him it it was it was toward you reggie no (laughs) no but but i had i vented pretty good we all do that right yeah you just get out then we play golf and we forgot all about what happened you need a friend to vent to you know i try not to let it be my wife (laughs) Don't want to. Don't yeah, do that. She'll get fired up too. Yeah, we don't want her mad. fired up. Do no, that. no. 
Peace, I mean, peace that's in pretty the family. Much the goal in life every day is don't make Brenda mad. That's yes, yes. <laughs> she never gets she, mad though. She's, really, she's so gracious to all of us. She because, loves everyone, but and she'll take up for you. Yeah, she's a mama, mama bear. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, mess with her people. So, but what what did y'all talk about? Let's see. They talked about where is God, and and that was a, a awesome message. And Eddie, oh, you yeah. had a great line in that message. You said, "We don't draw lines to keep people out; we cross lines to bring people in." And that's really the heart of marathon. Yeah, we've already. That's always been like we're just going to do that. It's like uh, with the rule breaker, heart maker. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we. I don't think, and it wasn't uh, about crossing lines just to be crossing them. I mean, it had purpose in it, and that was to reach people. That was the whole idea. It wasn't just to be different. We just really wanted to find out how to reach people. And it, we had to do some things that were not like everybody else and had, did cause some issues. Oh, and Reggie, you taught that live as well on, on the local Sunday in Greenville. Yes. Heartbreak. They liked it when you – Eddie, didn't you sing that line? I did. Rule, can you do that today? They say, rule breaker, hard maker. <laughs> Don't you mess around with me. It's a little early for my it, real voice. You, you can do your Elvis you. voice. You know. I think we just got to be willing to do whatever it takes so that people can come to know Jesus. We have to cross those lines. Jesus crossed the lines. He did what was necessary. Uh, even when and we talked a little bit about this in the other podcast, when when he touched the coffin, when he went over to the, the dead boy and told him to get up, Yeah. and the people got mad, he crossed those lines. And then they realized, hey, this, there's something different about this man. Yeah, that was it, it. Was an incredible message. And then we moved into anxiety, and and all of us have kind of been on the planet for like a half a century now. Mm, that's Sounds good. good. Like that oh, way, doesn't wow. have a century. Wow, um, Greg. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'm have, feeling that one. Have yeah. we ever seen <laughs> a more anxious time? Have we ever seen more anxiety in people? No. Um, I mean. Yes, I mean everybody's mad and anxious. You know, I've noticed it when I was speaking on these, on anxiety that day and anger. But people just looked at me like they were ready to pick me up and throw me off the stage because they just didn't want to talk about it. Then you know, that message, the anxiety one, was talking about humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, and then He may lift you up in due time. And we talked about how it says the humble yourself was actually the command in that verse. And cast all your anxiety was the result when we humble ourselves. And that, for me, I guess was humbling. You know, you look at your life and you look at, you know, the, I call it the me monster Sunday. You know, when we it's all about us and we, we always, we cast our cares on God, we throw our cares on God, but we're really not. We're really... We're really just saying, here, God, take it, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to do it my way. Are we Are we give it yeah. to him, and then we pick it back up? Yeah. yeah you you really y'all y'all talked about that in yours, how you cast it. And you reel it back in. You reel it back in, yeah. yeah. It was similar in what we, you know, I think the point for me was, do I trust God's mighty hand to take care of my life? You know, I think, um, who was writing this? Help me. Who is right? Uh, Peter? Peter, yes. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he's talking about one of the guys in the Bible that really um, challenged Jesus all the time. I mean, it just seems that way. He always had something to say, and he said it at the wrong time. 
because he was always just jumping ahead. And I think he had a pride issue because he wanted, you know, to take over, you know, knock the Romans out of the way. Just, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, and it was all about the kingdom on earth. And I think it's great that he's writing this because he's teaching us something he learned, I think, many times you know, with Jesus, where he always said, Jesus, I'll never, I'll never fall away. If they all fall, I will not go. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, before the end of the day, you're going to deny me three times. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And I think he remembers that when he writes this. Yeah, for sure. Oh, tell me if I'm, here's how I do things with this, um, giving it the God stuff. See if y'all mm-hmm. see what you think. Okay. Um, I feel like I can, I do everything I can possibly do. Cause I think sometimes as Christians, you want to say, uh, I just gave it to God. We're not actually going to get in this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So how I've always done is that I've done everything I can possibly to mm-hmm. do what I need to do, and mm-hmm. then it's in God's hands. Because I, for me, I've seen over the years, I see Christian the anxiety. I mean, it's like you're, it's like they're not paying attention to the, what was happening. They're just giving it mm-hmm. to God, and it's done. I understand that, but for me, I like to do what I can do before I give it to them. Tell me if that's right or wrong. We got to think. Let's talk. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what you and I do all the time. So, me and Eddie will talk about different things, and I'll say God's got it, and then Eddie says, "Does He really? Yeah. Have you, have you really? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I, and I say that as an encouragement to myself. God's mm-hmm. got it, but we do this thing all the time, and then Eddie will come back around. And yeah, this, does, does he really? Say, yeah. Does, does he really? Does ready? he really? Got, yeah. Really yeah. Did, did you really? You really letting him have it? And yeah. and it's 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 a reminder to me, and it's helped me. Do, do I really have I really given it to God? Have I really placed, you know, whatever that problem, whatever that anxiousness, whatever that anger is? Are we really laying it before His feet, saying, "Does He really have it? Have I have I uh, surrendered everything to Him?" Yeah, the reason why I ask that is because if God's got it, why do you keep talking about it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? That's right. That, yeah. that's, usually that's the key. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we go back and we re- replay the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Probably every day. <laughs> no, every day. <laughs> You know, I think a lot of the tension that you felt that day, Brian, centers around this idea of humbling ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and to you guys' this point, that we live in this, we've created this culture of self-sufficiency, and and we don't want to humble ourselves, and we don't want to give it to God. We want to be in control. We want to hang on to it all. Uh, and and I think that's where a lot of my anxiety comes from. And I think that that's a great point, Eddie. That where's that line where God really has it? If God, if I'm at that point where I can't do anything else, mm-hmm. that's when I've got to let go. Yeah, and and if I don't, if I don't humble myself and get under God's hand, I'm going to be anxious. I guess you're saying what is practical? Yeah, that's what you're saying. Like, you know, do I have an? I have somebody asked me this that week, which I thought was interesting. They said, "Do you believe that?" It's okay to take medication for my anxiety. Some people tell me that I don't have enough faith. If I did, I wouldn't take that medication. And I, I don't agree with that. I think people have conditions. Sure. And medical, God's provided those doctors to help us. That's right. But to me, the practical thing is simple. Humbling yourself basically is a daily thing for me. I wouldn't say, God, you got it, and then not do anything. I, I trust God has it, but I feel like for me and my soul, 
that would be five minute prayer or one minute prayer every day when I get up in the morning and say, God, I know you got this day. I know you have this finance or you have this condition. Mm-hmm. You know my needs before I know them. I'm trusting you with that. You know what's that, does, that doesn't mean I'm not going to eat better. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> or I'm not going to exercise, you know, because still that's on me. But I think when you get when you it's a mindset we talked about too the mindset of Christ. Jesus prayed and he was in agony in the garden. Yeah, I mean, but he he what did he do? He prayed and he talked to friends and he, you know, and he he did something. Mm-hmm. It's not a total hands off. I think God requires us to, not that he can't do it. He's God. He can do anything. But for our soul, I think for me. I need to be in that mindset of like, God, you have this today, yeah, and I'm gonna walk in you today. You know, I think we forget mm-hmm. how much God loves us to make it personal toward us. And especially mm-hmm. if you're grown up and you heard heard it all your life, you've been in church your whole life. Then we forget. Even the other day, I was talking to family, just talking about He loves us. We have to make that personal. He loves us, and the cool thing about God is He wants to hang out with us. He wants us to hang out with Him, and just and so. Like you're saying, that's exactly what I was going to say, is when you're coming in the morning and you give it all to him and you hang out with him and you talk to him and, and you know, whether it's going through a list or just hanging out and just, just spending time with him, and that's, that, it just frees us up. That takes that anxiety away. Yeah, I find for me it's the only way. I have tried. It's, it's kind of like, I don't want to blame God, but <laughs> but. It that's, seems that's like when I get too I'm comfortable, yeah. if I get too comfortable, pain comes. Mm. And as a reminder, where am I in this? Where am I in your life? I'm going to throw some pain your way just so you remember. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. Don't, don't leave me out. Mm-hmm. And so I try to make a habit for me to constantly, every day, every morning, this is what I do. I could probably be better at it, seek God better, you know. But I think being intentional for me, it's it's the only way I can deal with all you crazy people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he's talking about I'm us. Talking about Reggie. He's talking about us. He's talking about his staff. That's what he's. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't say I that. I did not say that. You wouldn't be in the room. <laughs> his brother. His brother. <laughs> you can't brother. do church if you're not a little off. Okay. I'm yeah. Really, I'm yeah. Gonna, I agree. There's, y'all there's are, not. There's not normalcy here. No. Yeah. Hey, that, Brian. You you yes. took us to that amazing imagery in the scripture of the hand of God, mm-hmm. and just just being you know forthright like. I haven't thought about that imagery a lot. And we used to hear about it so much, mm-hmm. like when we were kids growing up in the church. I think we spent more time in the Old Testament, maybe. Yeah. And we just, you know, that imagery has always been there. And I, I loved how you took us there and talked about how God's hand is on us. Yeah, and it's, it's what's awesome is that Peter's writing this. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah, you're like, I got the hands yeah, out. Yeah, they're holding me up here, guys. Yeah. Um, sing that song, too. But. I think we do forget this point <laughs> that we're in the modern age. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we don't see God. We see him in the iPhone or in the right. computer or on TV. See, they actually saw the hand of God bring them manna yeah. Yeah. in the desert, actually part the seas, actually provide for them physically, practically every day. So when Peter's writing this, that's what I think he means is that – they understand what the hand of God means. 
They understand the power. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. That same hand that was with them actually resides. I don't know if I said that right. Abides. Abides. Resides, uh, yeah, with us. Yeah. Over our lives, too. Mm-hmm. That yeah. same, and I, for me, that was very powerful thought for me to know that that same hand is over my life, too, mm-hmm. if yeah, I allow amazing. God same, to do Same that. hand, same God. Mm-hmm. Still can do his mm-hmm. deal. Brian, yeah. that'll preach. Yeah, yeah it will. Day. Yeah, he runs. You know, he's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah, yeah. don't sing that. Yeah. He's, well, he's dying to he's sing. Got, oh, I won't do it. Well, I won't do it. Y'all yeah, know I got the pumpkin latte. It's got you and you and the you. The pumpkin latte. That was for you, Mark Bagwell. That's really good. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, you said that that the hand of God is the plan of God, the provision of God, and the protection of God. I I, I felt like that really put um, people in a place where they could get their hands around it. Yeah. Yeah, a good one. Hands around. Yeah. Oh, you mean look what I did. Yeah, I did. He did. He did. He yeah, I mean, in my life, I mean, the older you get, the more you see the plan that yours didn't work. Thank goodness, God's did, and the provision we talked about, a constant provision I see all the time. You know, in my mm-hmm. life, and and the protection too. Mm-hmm. You know, just little things protecting me from. Some people, <laughs> yeah. You you talked uh, some things. You some talked things. earlier, Brian, about the me monster, and that's kind of where you finished the anxiety message. You said that anxiety and pride both have I in the middle of them. Yeah, and yeah. that was a great point. And I and I think that really is the issue, right? If you have anxiety, it's because you have pride, mm-hmm. and it's because you're being a me monster, right? Well, I mean, and we're again, we are trying to take the place of God. In our lives, we give it, but we we want it done our way, and God's timing and His way is never our way. We just we're born with I want to keep it, I want to fix it, yeah. I want to do it. We just we're born doing that. So you know, I talked to many people that week, and I I mean that is so hard for them. They mm-hmm. don't believe that that they can leave it to God without their hand in it. I mean, really, people are so. I want to say arrogant, but they just don't have enough faith. I don't know if I should say that. It just comes down to trusting him. Yeah. Yeah, Can can I trust him? Can I really Mm -hmm. hand that over and know he's working all things for the good, for what he wants to accomplish in my life? I do that all the time, every day. That's why I say, again, back to the mindset. Well, see, I've seen it. So here's I think the thing is, if you ever do that and you see it happen, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's re- it's pretty easy to do it's the next really one. Good. It's much better, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, but I've seen it so many times. It's a normal. Do I trust God? Well, well, absolutely. Why would we not? Yeah. Look at th- what He's done. I think we're older. Y'all yeah. are. Y'all. We're much, half a century, much, according. Yeah. To Greg yeah. Over there. <laughs> Eddie and I are a little older. And I think wisdom plays into that. That's a, a part of being wise, that like James says, and understanding how the world works. Mm-hmm. That we know God can take care of us. Yes. I would yeah. say, has there ever been a time when God's let you down? For me, no. He's never let me down. So if it's I, never God so, letting me down. <laughs> no, it's us letting it's ourselves me. down. It's me. Yeah. So if we go back and say, look at God's track record, he, he's never let me down. I mean, never, ever, ever. And he'll, he never will. So if I go back and see the miracles he's done in my life, the provision, the provision of you know, getting married and, and how that works and going to seminary and how, how he provided there and 
Yeah, I mean, over and over and over. Whatever situation, he's never let us down. Yeah, and I think learning to seek God Mm -hmm. every day, I've seen our mother do that every day. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the outcome, though. Regardless of the outcome, you seek God. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I don't. I think sometimes we, it's all. If we don't get what we want, then we won't seek God, mm-hmm. and it's not. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's our problem. A lot of times is that that God's outcome is not the one that we wanted, mm-hmm. and and so then we we don't give God yeah. His due. We don't give Him His credit because it didn't turn out the way He He provided and protected and did mm-hmm. all He has promised to do. But it wasn't how we thought it which how we thought it should look, and so yeah, I've been praying that somebody in this room would win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. but for some reason that hadn't happened. Do you have to play to win? Probably got to play to win. I think you do. You know, I was thinking about. I think that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, but it, and look how many people has run their lives right to have that prayer answered, or was it God, or was it yeah. something else? I was thinking about the provision how God's provided. If you go back to the the church plant of you guys, mm-hmm. and and the things you you didn't know, you couldn't see ahead what God was going to do. But then you took a wider group of twenty five people, and saw the things that God did, and God did, and God did, and He He just kept out doing. Mm. You know, He's always greater. Yeah. He always answers better than we can think or imagine. Oh yeah, the abundance of God. I love the abundance of God. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about before we hit record, right? Brian was just telling us how God's been providing for us. It's and mm-hmm. it's amazing, and we just have to always keep that that focus. So, Brian, you moved out of anxiety mm. into anger, and for me, it was almost one message yeah. because I think for me, <laughs> they really go together. You mean the two the anxiety and anger? Yeah, they, yeah. they I th- do. I think they always work in tandem. Yeah, well, you I know, mean. James went it went to the humble thing again. Yeah, you know, and James is a interesting book. I'm telling you, yeah, um, he just says things mm-hmm. the way you want to say them. Straight to it. He's pretty I mean, blunt. Straight yeah, to he's the point. like. Um, well, that resonated with Greg. It did, Greg over <laughs> here instead of Craig. Yep, it resonated with me. I mean. Um, like I'm trying to see what you wrote here, the mindset again in your relationship with one another had the same mindset of Christ, which yeah. was a servant, you know, and and where anger comes from, I thought that was very interesting. James talked about that it comes from inside. It, Jesus said it: what comes from out of your mouth comes from your heart. Absolutely. And we and I'm like, okay, what's in my heart? You know, when I get angry, you know, <laughs> wasn't good that day. Like what what come out, but no, I thought it was a pretty good way. Of, I mean, it was, yeah, it was yeah. really good anger. <laughs> he was yeah. really Amazing good at anger. anger. Yeah. Well, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever's in the mind, I always say, drops into the soul. Yeah. And then that and it churns up, and we think yeah. about it and ruminate on it, whatever you want to say, and then it comes out. Like what? And sometimes you catch yourself, why? Why did I even say that? Where was that coming from? From? Yeah. Yeah. Because we've been thinking so, on it, we've been stirring it up. And I love it. God says, stir up your faith. So what if we stir up our faith mm-hmm. inside, stir up the thing? So don't stir up the anger and the mess and give that to him. Let him handle it. I can't handle it. I can't handle it when things are. Well, you know, he said that he can. envy and selfish ambition is what docks into your heart. Don't let it harbor in your heart because then it becomes destructive and it starts tearing things apart. I don't know if you thought about that before. 
you know, I said, am I envious? Am I selfish? Probably. Yeah. When I see another church doing really good and we're not <laughs> doing as good, that docks in your heart. It makes you bitter. When I, like I think I said, um, the guy got a pool beside us at his house yeah. the other day, and I peeked over the fence, looked at that pool. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that looks nice. I want one of those. Where did he get all that money? You know, God, why aren't you doing that for me? You know, here comes the me monster again. The grass is greener. But I, I started really thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I've never really thought about it that way. What I put in my heart will stay there. So if you're bitter, mm. that envy, that selfish docks there. And, and then what happens? You start having sarcastic mm. comments because of what's docked in your heart. Okay, I'm. Does that makes sense. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. Greg's up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Greg. <laughs> but I started analyzing why am I saying what I'm saying. I, I, the other day, I'm like looking at social media, which we all love. That's sarcastic. <laughs> there, That's, yeah, we, we yeah. love to hate it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to like that guy's post because <laughs> I, he he's just a, you know he don't deserve that. Mm-mm. He don't. And then it's like God. It's like God said again. God said, "There you go. What's docked in your heart?" Mm-hmm. That's good, bro. I'm not saying we have to. We're not going to like everything. But yeah. what I'm saying is, why didn't I? Because what's docked in my heart mm-hmm. was selfish and in, mm. and envious. And I'm like, wow. Am, am I really that dark? <laughs> you know? Well, and I'll say what you were talking about with other churches. You know, I used to have that deal with other churches. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and pass the church. Oh, I, we, and I think all we all stuff. have. Yeah. yeah, and I, and then God just kept saying, "We're all on the same team. We're we're all for the kingdom." And yeah. He talked about the kingdom all the time. So then I go by and I start saying, and God puts on your heart, and I pray, okay, a little spiritual here, Holy Spirit, fall fresh on me. That's a prayer every day. Holy Spirit, fall fresh mm-hmm. on us. And then when I pass those other churches, God bless them. God do amazing things with mm-hmm. them. Let me see him. I can't wait to see. Him. I love it that they're packed out. I love it that great things are happening there. So I had to. He had to. He, he turned up inside me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag onto that. Okay. I know we got some wonderful friends in other churches mm-hmm. that will put their salvation numbers online. <laughs> okay. This is getting real now on the podcast. Yes, it is. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm like, why did you put your numbers there? Because it makes the rest of us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> and God's like, there you go again. Hmm. I just saved 25 people, mm-hmm. and you're more worried and more concerned about your lack of salvation. Right. Then celebrating what I'm doing, and I'm like, my goodness, you got me again. So I like that post because to me, that's that's, that again revealed what my heart was doing. And I think a lot of a lot of us are there. A lot of us Mm -hmm. have we deal with the churches around us or with other Christians or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, and and we have that. That's that's what our world is right now. It's yeah. constant like that. Brian, you said when our emotions take control, things get out of control, and that really resonated with me because my anxiety mostly is just my anxiety. But if I get angry, somebody's probably going to hear about it, and so I think that that's where that emotion crosses the line for me. Is is then that anger shows up 
when when that emotion just really mm. wells up in me. Yeah, that's why you gotta. First of all, you need to prepare yourself before you go anywhere. If you're not ready for it, you'll lose it. It's like on the golf courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Daddy stuck the putter in the green. Yes, he did. <laughs> you know, Eddie. I've, slugger, I've never done that. I've never see, threw a club. <laughs> I've never done that. I don't believe that. Man, I I am good at it. <laughs> I do not believe that. I can I'm I'm 150 yards with a seven iron. I can do it. Yeah. We we play with some world class golf club we throwers, do. don't we? Yes, I mean, we do. <laughs> ones that break them over their knee. Oh. You, you know what people told me that week, Brian? <laughs> it's like I pulled out of my driveway and this guy's on my on my butt the whole way down the road. Yeah. Like it happened to all of us after you talked about yeah, that. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I it happened again this week. <laughs> And I'm just laughing now. I'm like, God, I just talked about it. So, here you know, we one go of the again. I, one of the things I do, Brian, is is in the morning to get that set. You're talking about you gotta you gotta get the things gotta be set before I walk out of the house because man, it goes into into the battlefield, right? I pray that God puts a guard over my heart, my mouth, and my mind, and that I will respond correctly. Because if because if not, if I don't have the Holy Spirit filter here, Reggie's got a problem. Because there's no telling what'll come out, and then I'm like, you can't, you can't. It's hard to pull that back once it's already gone out. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't James also say, "Slow to speak"? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, it's better man. just good. to be quiet. It's good. You just you know, don't speak at all yeah. if you got nothing good to say. Really, it's so mm-hmm. hard for me though. I know. <laughs> it's man, so hard. <laughs> poor Craig. <laughs> to so, me, to me though, I've just, I've. This has really helped me teaching this though. A lot of it's, yeah. I wanted to know. And when you teach it, you know how you you learn it, and it's it really helped me help me analyze my heart and really what what am I really? Who am I really? I think we you really know? do well with this in all of our series, but this is like real life, mm-hmm. everyday stuff. And I think we gave you know our people some good you know tools in their toolbox for their everyday life, and thankfully, oh yeah, we got the oh, joy yes. on Sunday, Eddie. Right. Thankfully. <laughs> And uh, thank you, brother. About time. I don't. I don't know where y'all are talking about anger and stuff. I'm. I've never been angry. You've never had that. <laughs> no. You've always never been joyful. Seen you. See, I. I can tell you. you I know, could tell you sometimes. I've seen. You I'll agree. tell you what. I know where it all comes from because Jesus said He told us where mm-hmm. it comes from. Why you think the way you think, feel the way you feel. There's four layers of us, you know. So yeah, that was really good. The basketball thing. Oh. The, you, yeah, for your inner, your soul is the only thing that's eternal about you. Mm-hmm. That that analogy that's of good. the infusion was was fantastic and really resonated with people for sure. Well, I think I, ho- I hope it worked. You know, uh, the basketball is no good if it's not infused with air. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't get to do what it's made to do. We're the same way with God. If He doesn't mm-hmm. infuse us, we're not we're not good really for anything in life. You know, so that's just one of the things I I've, I've seen. Everybody was talking about that illustration that that it really it really hit home with them. They really understood. Okay, I've got no chance on any of this emotion stuff if I'm if I'm not infused with the Holy Spirit. You have no chance, and you're still going to have to fight it. Yeah, because you, your thoughts are wrong, your heart is deceitful. I mean, these yeah. are the things. You physically you don't feel good. So there's the three layers. The only thing that's worth anything is your soul, and that's where you put. If you notice, that's where you put the peace. That's where you put, you know, the joy. The things that are not of this world, that's where you have them. And it's kind of cool how you did that. Yeah, and I love that you said, um, because this is so true of me, that happenstance, being happy, is because of your circumstance. Mm. So this week, 
it's probably yesterday. I don't know. Brendan said I was really stressed yesterday. I said, okay. <laughs> and good answer. And I think I was. And it, and I thought about your message. And I and she was. We were talking about it. She's like, well, you know, your joy is here because you know the hand of God comes back. It's funny how all that worked. Yeah. yeah. The, the the joy is not about your circumstance. Yeah. It's not about how well things are going. It, your joy is always from God. You know. And yeah, happy has to have absence of pain. Yeah, and that's not everything. The kind of joy is is not that way. It, it actually, I was telling this that joy actually can be revealed through pain. That's right. You know the things. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Jesus. They said that the joy was actually set. It was like yeah. setting up a table before him. This is what, and this is it. And the next, the next part of that sentence is he goes to the cross. So it makes no sense to think yeah. joy is the absence of pain. You know. Yeah. When, and I love that you said that we were his joy. We're his joy. Yeah, we are. That's his thing. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he actually said that. You he, did, he did all that for, all that for us. Mm-hmm. All that for those folks that are listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he went to the cross, because for the joy of you mm-hmm. and me. What was that verse? I don't know. It's not there, but you actually read that. Yeah. It mm-hmm. actually says that. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. good. I think your example of your daughter Faith going off to college was perfect mm-hmm. too. Did you like You're that? like there was happiness, mm-hmm. there was sadness, and there was joy, mm-hmm. and and joy is not the the necessarily the absence of sadness. Right. They, they can coexist, right? Like yeah, I think it's a, we have a, this, the, the emotions that's our heart. You know, we can cry, we feel that kind of thing, but everything comes back to what's your joy. If you ever get back, then you. I mean, everything comes back to. This is my joy of my life. This is what I'm doing. So it was joyful to leave her at college. Yes, yeah. we had that was that it, part of us. We wanted to have happen. You meant that in uh, in a good way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it was part. <laughs> it was part of her journey. Yeah, and it has been yours and Lynn's job to walk with her through that journey, right? Yes. Well, maybe you should say that because people listening may not know the story of faith. Well, I give her. Uh, we adopt her when she was three years old. I got her yeah. on Christmas Day. I'll do it real quick. And uh, so the joy set before us was was going to be faith, and, and and that's going to be placed in our heart, just like you talked about. So the joy for us was going to be get her a good life, get her to college. So when she was there at college, that was joy because that's what we had set up. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, so. And that really resonated with me because I've known faith since yeah. she was – three or whatever and to see that it was really inspiring for me to see her journey and see what yeah how much difference you guys made in her life i mean she went i mean really it's all scared little kid crying and this Mm -hmm. is she will never hear this i'll say it we had a throw-up bucket in the car because every time faith got in the car we moved somewhere we drove somewhere she thought we were going to leave her Mm. because that's what she was used to dang so she would. We have a throw up bucket. Oh, wow. so we got through that. Now she's doing yeah. good. She eats yeah. all my brownies. Yeah, and you kind of that's awesome. You awesome. kind of wrapped up Sunday, Eddie, by saying, "Look, you're going to have pain. So you can have pain without purpose, or you can have pain with purpose. And yes. that's really what joy is all about, right? It is. And so everything, no matter what happens on the outside around us, you always come back to what what your joy is." Joy could be your family. I mean, you know, 
Joy is going to be something that's eternal, though. It's not going to be a car. Yeah. It's right. not going to be. A, it's not something that's going to go, that will disappear. It's not a boat. It's not a boat. <laughs> you know? So, Lord Jesus, our His joy was the eternal, which was us, and our. So, it was something you have to have in you that says, "This is my joy. This is going to last forever and ever." And you always come back to that. Yeah, you know, I talk about this a lot, Ed. But I, I th- when we get to heaven, even you've heard you talk about it, um, the reunion of seeing all those people that have either invested in us or we had a part in their lives. I always say there's a welcoming party when we get to heaven. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And all those people we're going to see that that we had a hand in or that they mentored us or that they, you know, all those things. I just I just think we got a lot to look forward to. But while we're here, we got to make a difference. And that's one thing you, you guys have always said. We've got to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Who are we making a difference in now? Who are right. we invested in now ourselves? Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, any other thoughts about the emotion series, gentlemen? Man, Feel, feeling good? I feel I'm good because I had joy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I'm feeling good because good. of where we're about to eat. Amen. Yes, yes. yes. Well, that's so. joy with friends. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. And, let me, some, let me, let me some say, of them, yes, yes. <laughs> Football's on the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, pumpkin spice is here. Oh, it is. Cool oh, I had a pumpkin coming. donut last night. Oh my goodness! Mm. I told them on mm. Sunday, on Sunday, there's going to be football and hunting. <laughs> and pumpkin spice, yes. and yeah, it, it's all good. Hey, and by the way, we have an incredible series coming up called The Chosen. Uh, it's based on the multi-season uh, TV show about the life of Christ, and it's an incredible thing. And I, hey, I'm the first one to say, I don't love all the Christian content sometimes. I'm not a big fan of some of these Christian movies and stuff, but The Chosen is fantastic. It is. Can't and if wait. you want to get a head start on where we're headed in a teaching series, Hey, binge the chosen. It's it's phenomenal, and it's free too. You can watch it for free. Um, gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us today, and to all of our listeners, thanks for joining us as well. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at info at marathon, marathonchurch.org. We will talk to you next time.